Welcome back everyone to R2Cast number 180, or should I say 180? <laughs> we'll get into why I'm saying that, I'm not just being childish, well I am a wee bit, um, but just before we get into today's episode, last episode we had number 179, I actually am not sure at the point of recording this who it was with, but I've got a feeling it's one of the Nuffield cohort of uh, of. of my group that will be heading to Brazil in March, so another episode there, the next one as well. I don't exactly know what's coming up, just because we're filming this one a wee bit ahead. Because of the number, it kind of uh, makes sense and it will make more sense in a minute. Back for episode number 147, we filmed with Hilary Reid, a lovely lady who me and Ed got the impression had jumped into the snooker scene at a time when it was completely male-dominated and still pushed her way in and hadn't really the chance to tell the story. And it's a really great episode if you want to go listen to that number 147 with Hillary, we thought was a really clever cause of snooker. And today is in the exact same vein. I am someone that knows very little about darts, but with number 180, we thought what better to bring on than a darts player. And today we have a man from Dumfries and I currently sit here in his kitchen, which is very kind uh, very kind of our guest today for, for allowing me in, because not many folk would. Um, and that's Rab Smith. Rab, would you like to say hello? Hi, Ray. Have done that, done much of this before? No, really, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure as we get into sort of your life and stuff, Rab, it'll be quite clear that you've, you've well, you've certainly done interviews before, but maybe these sort ah, of podcast yes, ideas will be, will be a different sort mm. of, a different sort of idea. Um, but just for a bit of background, Rab, we're sitting here. I've got an old program with you on the table, signed by yourself. Um, What's what's your we're gonna talk darts. What's your background before darts? Was was it always darts or was there was there life before playing darts? In sport was darts. Right. That was the only thing. I wasn't very keen on cricket. Golf, I quite like the golf. Yeah. Football, no no. But <laughs> <laughs> no. by that I was just fetched up in a farm, farmer boy. That was me. Ever see yourself get into farming? No, no, now at my age. <laughs> oh, sorry, yeah, maybe not now. <laughs> at that age, did you, did you ever Yes, I, I probably, maybe, maybe I could have flight, you know. Yeah. But I like to roam about a bit, yeah. you know. And then um, it wasn't uh, it wasn't farming that took your interest, but uh, going to carpentry, is that right? No, several times a blacksmith. Blacksmith. Aye, well, the blacksmith. And uh, I left that and I went into timber trade. Okay. Cutting down timber. What made you leave blacksmithing? Ah, I just wasn't my cup of tea light, you know. I served my time light, but I just fancied something else. Nah. And where where was this based? Is in Dumfries, yeah? No, is it no. Dunkow, Smiddy? Aye, for Roger Kearney. Okay. Is that still in any form of operation? No, they're passed on now, like, dad and son, like, you know, and it's just closed down. In uh, the timber side of things, where, yes. where was that? Is that nearby? Just any bit. Yeah. Like, I, I worked for a man called David King, who used to be my manager at that. Like, I worked with him for years, and then uh, it got far too much for him, and I got had to go my own way, like, you know, because we were away at exhibitions just about every second night, like, you know, and we were up at, like, uh, five in the morning away to the timber and that, like, you know, I just couldn't handle it. And, uh, as we'll get into, it got to the stage that that you didn't need to focus on a full-time, let's say, normal job. I think mm-hmm. is probably probably the easiest way to understand it. Um, and just quickly, I better, I better mention one thing uh, for those listening and, and also 
for well, for every listening, but also also one of the companies that we got got involved with us today. Um, I guess a wee bit away from Rab's story, just quickly I got brought into the kitchen here, and I was gripped by the dog, which was lovely. Uh, offered a, a glass. Of, well, I was offered a cup of tea and coffee, but I'm a bit <laughs> a bit weird and only drink water, and it and it leads me on to just a quick thank you to to one of our sponsors. Um, on the mention of coffee, I've never been someone that really jumps to coffee too much as I don't like the idea of sort of needing it, if you will. Um, but that sort of, you know, just as you finish work stage, you know, just after f- half five, six o'clock, I'm still looking to do stuff, podcast, whatever. Um, and sometimes I start to sort of labour a wee bit at that point. And our sponsors today, uh, Magic Mind, have sent Ed and myself a product, um, which is just a productivity shop, which sounds to me like something I wouldn't normally go. Um, but it's allowing me to sleep a bit better, which I was really bad at. Rab, you might not know this, but I used to sleep about an hour a night. <laughs> uh, so Magic Mind's making that happen a bit better. There's other reasons, but also it's really, really sort of boosting me there. And, and for those that are interested, um, it's completely natural, sugar-free. Uh, it meets uh, keto, paleo diets, for those of you that, that are doing that. And if you are interested in it, either check out Magic Mind on Instagram um, or the website. But if you do so, go to magicmind.com forward slash kitchen 20 and if you use RU Kitchen Twenty at checkout, uh, you'll get fifty six percent off. And as I say, we've sort of had had quite a good good bit of trying it out. And there is a money back guarantee. Absolutely no questions asked. So so go and go and check that out if you are of interest. But back to the story today for number one hundred and eighty. Um, you've been working as we said there, Rab, in, in quote unquote normal jobs. When did you start playing darts? We've all sort of been with you know, grandpapa, mum, dad at the pub and thrown a few yeah. arrows before, but when did you start realising, right, this is more than just a game? Uh, <clears throat> I started when I was roughly 12, 12 year old in that light, you know. My dad used to play darts, you see? Right. And uh, with this big house, like, you see, and, and upstairs was never used, so we had a spare bedroom up there that we put a dartboard up at, like, you yeah, know. Of course. And I was always challenged my dad, and my dad would challenge me, and just kind of going for the early again, and I got a wee bit better and a wee bit better. Did yeah. your dad play to a high level, or just play it sort of local? No, I was just local, like, you know, he never... It wasn't as good as me put that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we haven't said quite the heights you got to yet, it'd be quite interesting to leave it for a minute or two, just until uh, we get to that, but mm. was... We, we always talk about, I was actually speaking with, with um, a colleague, Gemma, who lives about 25 houses that way, in fairness. Oh, right. Um, about she's looking at a, a thing she really enjoys, I won't say it, but a, a thing she really enjoys and turn it into a business. And there's that sort of fear of even this podcast, you know, I absolutely love doing it and now mm-hmm. it's became a business. There's that fear of, does that taint it? You know, so you played darts, a really sort of nice relationship with your dad, trying to beat mm-hmm. Mine was, was football with my dad, maybe not as just in the garden type thing. Um, but you've got to stage, you're starting to think, well, maybe this is more than that. Was there ever, did you ever get to a stage that it tainted the sort of, Nice game, you just like playing with your old man. No, I just... I wanted to get better. Yeah. This was the, the thing, like, you know. But then he got his wrong. My dad was a good player, like, yeah. you know, and I just kept on plugging away and I got better, so, you know, and yeah. he just couldn't beat me at the, at the, the latter end, like, you know. I think if he was beating you at the latter end, we might have been speaking to some <laughs> other folk today as well. Yeah. Um, so what what age what age are you? Because it's it's like you say, there's there's two ways you play darts. There's either in a pub, that's a very common mm-hmm. where we probably think of darts mainly, or like you said, putting one up in a room somewhere, get one for Christmas and sort of throw oh, some darts aboard. Um 
what age were you when you really started to think? Maybe not even think. Did it did it just happen that you maybe went and played in a match and you realised there's something to this, or did you start to think I could aim for playing this professionally? Well, the thing is, you guys, you're no good if you didn't get better and better and better. For sure. You're never going to win nothing. So I used to go to the pub when I was 16 year old right. in the hole in the wall. <laughs> I think it's still like 16 year olds in here. <laughs> right. And uh, I, used to, oh, I used to get hammered all the time. Because <laughs> they were older as me, like they were away 20s and 30s, like, and they were good dad players, like they were. And I just went home, practised, practised every week, went back on the Saturday again. It was just Saturday at lunchtime, through from lunchtime, on to, when they closed at half past two then, I think. And uh, I just got a wee bit better and better, and that was it. Why do you think at 16 you were so hooked that you were going home, you were practising, you were oh, still right. going down every Saturday? Because that's, that's quite a mentality at 16. Well, I just wanted to get better. Yeah. You know, and if you didn't, if you practise a lot, you will get better. For sure. I find that myself, like, you know. Yeah. Oh, so you've been playing the hole in the wall for a bit and you're thinking oh, quite this a few is, years aye. Aye, is this going okay is this going okay oh, um, when did you shall we say flee the nest and, and try somewhere out with hole in the wall well I just <coughs> I never went to anybody else I just went right. to hole in the wall and I start they had tournaments every year for sure whenever I hear come up like to the news of the world or uh, what that was the other one there uh, Sunday Mail Masters. Okay, yeah. So, he got kind of picked for these, you see? Because if he got through for your pub, then he got picked to go and enter them, like. Right. And the first time I played in the Masters up at Edinburgh, I think it was Edinburgh, last Edinburgh, I think, I think it was, I won it. Right. Good start. <laughs> and then, the second year I got beat in the final. <laughs> <laughs> Just one of these things, like, you know. No. So, so do the pubs operate as like a qualifying system? I didn't realise that. Aye, some of them did. Right, okay. Aye, because they had tournaments, like, I'd say, you say there was 20 pubs in Dumfries, which yeah. was running tournaments, like, he said, for the, the news of the world, and then he would, he'd play out so many off in each pub, and yeah. then he'd come, like, so to the big pub, like, maybe eight dark boards, and then he'd play down to the winner. Oh, that I it. see. And that's what got through. So does a pub have to be, like, affiliated with that competition? No, you would have to, but no, yeah. I didn't think it was then. Right. You know, you just put your names for it in that light, you know. And this was when you were late teens, is that 10 years ago, is that right? <laughs> uh, no, I was uh, a bit older, is that like? Right. I think I'd be in my 20s then. In your 20s. Again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just, just out of interest, before we jump onto to that side of things, how, how does that qualifying I guess is the word system work now is it still quite similar no they got that Q, Q school now okay and I don't, don't ask you how that works because right, okay. I don't bloody know like, yeah. I'm not even interested to be quite honest sure. Q school but I think if they go and you play different tournaments okay you can and whoever comes at top again gets right. through it, it goes in rankings ranking points and that like you know I quite like the system that you're involved in it's quite like that. It's quite. It's mm-hmm. quite. Well, it involves everyone. You can aye. just be playing at your local. That's and right. You can make your way up aye. to aye. national qualification. But you could play great for a week or a month, and that night you could get home in your first game. <laughs> it's as easy as that. It is. Was there anyone else in this area that was that was at your level? Oh yes, was I. There? Yeah. there was I. I could name two, three. The 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 man that I used to practice with up against all the time was a fellow called Joseph Little. Okay. He he was a Dumfries man. 
But he died quite young, actually. Like, oh, when I say young, maybe in his, I'm not sure, he was 50s or 60s. Still young. Yeah, yeah, of yeah, course, yeah, I. Yeah, yeah. And then, he was my idol. Right. Because, oh, he was really good, like, he came. And like I say, I used to go on a Saturday at the town. Till I got better and better and better. And I, I kept on beating him. Yeah. You know. And when you say he was your idol, was he older than you? Oh yes, so older, older as me, aye, aye. Well, when I say he was a lot older as me, eh, maybe 15 years older or something, I'm only saying that. Ken, it's that long a bloody go that I can't remember, like, you know. He had Davy Ward, Jim Warwick, Davy Davison. Ah, these guys were good game when they were on their game. Well, that's it, and there's aye. a big part of this, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so... You've, you sort of went up to Edinburgh or Glasgow, whichever one no, you've won, and then you've, mm-hmm. you've, you've been beaten in the final, but still no, top two. Um, is, is that now you're at the stage that, you're, that you can go on to bigger things? How does that work? How, how does it work from there? Well, you start getting picked to go to bits again. Okay. And like I say, it tells you in my book that we're a, a winner now, the rest sure. of it, like, you know. It, uh, <laughs> and, and where did it take you? Sorry? Where did it take you? Oh, all over. All over the UK? All over for, further afield? The, or? the UK, like, yeah. Yeah. 1910, I was in bloody London at the time, right, like, you know. Yeah. And Birmingham and that, Manchester, different tournaments. Mm-hmm. What, I think we've, we've sort of seen a shift where, again, this is coming, coming, uh, coming around from someone that was very little about darts. I know about how to do the math for darts and that's about where my limit is. Um, it's went away now from the sort of idea of folk having a pint on the stage and, and that right. sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Did it just feel like you were at the pub with folk watching you? Well, I always say to people, it's a pub game. For sure. He can. Yeah. So what's wrong with a pint? And, and these days he used to go to smoke on stage and everything. <laughs> yeah. And everybody thing on stage like, yeah. no, he can't. Water, water, that's it. No. Do you think that's a problem? Do you think that makes it less inter- uh, entertaining? No, because or? if you want to drink, you can have a drink backstage before you come out the stage. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's as easy as that, like, you know. Probably what's happened, I guess. Or you could put some in the water. <laughs> <laughs> it's apple juice, it's apple juice. <laughs> um, so, you've sort of said uh, a few times about when you got better later on in life. Mm-hmm. Um Better wasn't just going okay. I mean, I've I've came what maybe four miles from my flat to to get mm-hmm. here and and whatnot. And people might be listening, thinking you've just found someone to play darts. Yeah. I have, but you got to a pretty high level. Um, was I right in saying you were fourth in the world? At one fourth point? in the world, I. Fourth in the world. So when you start to get to the point that you, tournament would be number one. Oh, would you? <laughs> no. So if you'd won one more, one more tournament. So tell us about that. Then tell us about that. Uh, it was actually doing it in London. I can't mind what tournament it was. It was in, like you know, and uh, I won it, and uh, that put me up to number four in the world. And then I went and played in other tournaments. You get beat for sure, you know. If I'd won you know, any of these tournaments, I'd be number one. Really, in the world, I. Is it, does, does that annoy you, or does that not really? It did. Okay, it did, for sure. It doesn't do because I, I didn't hear really, you yeah. know. But uh, hi, if you, it, it's just. Up here, you see yourself, oh, stuck in there, like, you know, you can Aye. To look back now, though, and, mm-hmm. and we'll maybe go more depth about this later on, but to look back now and to think, 
at some point in your life at something that's pretty mainstream. Mm-hmm. You were the fourth best in the world. That's, that's right, aye. That's pretty bloody cool mm-hmm. to be able to say. <laughs> how, how did it... You probably didn't notice. We just had... You said you weren't a football fan, but we just had uh, Stevie Nicol, who played in, depending on how much you know about football, the very good Liverpool team of the mm-hmm. 80s, um, on and sort of right at the peak of his game and that sort of thing. And, and I'd asked him how it felt being at that level. And mm-hmm. I'm guessing your answer is going to be similar. I'm guessing you don't really notice it at the time, but how does it feel when you are number four in the world? Do you notice it or not at all? I'd have felt better if it'd been number one. one. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it, because unless you are number one, you're, you're still 100 in your It didn't get you wrong. The prize money was just the same anyway. For sure. You know. Yeah. Uh, and what, what, I'm trying to think what stage in time, so if you're 76, what would that be? Is this that 80s that this is? No, 76. I turned professional in 1976. Okay, got 76, you. I turned professional. <laughs> um, and what was it like career-wise at that point? It was okay, but... Okay. Travelling, your ass was never off the seat of the car. And was it was it funded or did you pay for the? Oh travel? no, I had to pay it for myself. Did you? Like if I, if I went to exhibitions, I got my exhibition fee for sure, plus my hotel and that. But I had to pay for all my fuel and that, like for the car and that, like you know. So is there a period of time there you're like, is this going to be workable money wise? That's right. Right. Mm-hmm. No, I often I always thought about that, like you know, again. That's the kind of step you up to see if you could win some of your tournaments, like sure. you know. Yeah, so you're sort of got in your head, well, mm-hmm. it's getting expensive, go back and forth oh, here, mm-hmm. let's get on that board again. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I think I won five five majors and just one after the other. Oh, really? Aye. Oh, so, what, what are the majors yeah. then? What are the majors? Yeah, better look at this book for those for those listening. Rab's given me a book here about oh, everything Rab, Rab Smith, I assume. So, I'm looking forward to looking at it because I forget the mistake. <laughs> well, I'll just, I'll just lift the phone up there and we'll see down. So, what we've got here is we've got a. Uh, where are we? Um, Rab Smith. Put this on that? The no, British Pentathlon. Aye, that was a good tournament. Is Very that? good. The Queen's mm-hmm. Silver Jubilee International Darts uh, Classic. Mr. The Golden Darts. Yes, that's the NDAGB British Championship. Champions of the board. Um, the, the, uh, yeah. yeah, so we've got the uh, Evo Stick Golden Darts Tournament 1977, British Pentathlon 1977, Ladbroke British Match Play 1977. And what does NDAGB stand for? National Darts Association of Great Britain. Okay, uh, Open individual nineteen seventy seven. So that's one year after you've became professional. Mm-hmm. That must have been quite tricky to, 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 mentally. Is that not quite a lot to sort of comprehend? Well, I thought I'd want to look mere because it's just one of these things. Like again, uh, how many majors is there in a year? I don't know now. No, I don't know. What about then? You had the news of the world then, and that, and the, you had the look. There was. Different bits and different tournaments, like you know, geez, you, you couldn't do them all, like, sure. and you'd like to say they could be in at London this weekend or in the, in the Friday, Saturday, it could be you know, but Edinburgh, yeah, okay, in different, different places, different venues, you know. So you were out a bloody bit, like you know, did you get tired of that? Sometimes I did get tired, yeah. aye. Mm-hmm. How long was the career? Well, I started, I turned pro in 1976 and I parked up in 82. 
Five okay. years. Five years. And is that long? Is that short? Is that no? It's it's no it's no long at all. I, I should have went on for about another ten year, five ten year. I should have. Why didn't you? Because the two young kids at him. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be very this important on that list. No, I, and uh, I was never at him. Yeah. You know, and uh, I just made a decision. You know, that was it. You mentioned your manager. Dave, Dave King. Yes. Dave King. Um, What's a manager's job in darts? Well, you get to see your exhibitions and looks to your tournaments and that, what times to be there and what they are consists of and that, like you can. He was a good manager, like he was, because he used to treat him well, like he never used to take any fuel money off his or nothing. No, he didn't, he'd be quite honest with you, like he was good, he was good to me anyway. And was his job as a darts playing manager? Is that is that was was he? I was a darts player too. Oh, he played. Yes, player. I played darts. Yeah. I. Mm-hmm. At what level? I'd say a wee bit higher as medium anyway. Right. Okay. I was the only dart player like in. Aye. And were you the only one on the books? Were you the one? That yes, I was only in. Aye. Mm-hmm. There's nobody else good enough, you see. <laughs> <laughs> he was only going to take the best, eh? Absolutely. Aye, Absolutely. No, I was okay, like, aye. Look, that's what I said, like, he'd, he'd be up at five o'clock every morning because he picked me up at seven every morning. Right, okay. Seven o'clock, yeah. away at the woods. Aye. Aye. I still, I'm always fascinated by people that sort of reach the level of something that you did and mm-hmm. that sort of start out stage. Aye. How, and I'm going to come on to to look littler in a bit but at that stage when you started <laughs> I was going to say I don't know do you follow or not when you started mm-hmm. did you feel a lot of pressure was there was that a struggle or not really when it became a real thing you know 76 I'm going to be honest here it was nervous okay I was nervous I was really nervous in these days like again and uh, once I got on the stage it was okay for sure yeah, uh-huh. you're doing it you're there uh-huh. this is, it was getting for A to B yeah. and once it was at B it was okay Right. Aye. Mm-hmm. And did you get on with those other computers? Yes, no problem. Yeah. I never had a wrong word with any of them. Like, right. Except one, Stephen Lord. Right, okay. <laughs> I kept on beating him. <laughs> I'll look the early way he called me. <laughs> <laughs> I can probably guess. And just, I guess, sort of looking, looking to just quickly throw one quick thing in for the listeners as well. Um, Rab, you clearly fit a lot into in a day. Uh, I spoke earlier about our sponsors of the show, Magic Mind, and I think it'd be fair to say I fit a few things in in a day. Maybe not playing any form of sport, that's for sure, but whether it's lecturing, podcasting, social media, or even after dinner speaking. Um, and in fairness, walking, even though it's been been less for the last few months for, for reasons we don't need to get into again, or even my Nuffield scholarship, um, it's going to take me to hopefully all six continents in the next year. I do, however, find myself being pretty good at procrastinating. <laughs> I find myself just trying to find ways to avoid all that busyness and get myself out of, of, of tasks that I, I can or certainly try to get out of anyway. Um, but using this, genuinely using this magic mind, I mean, these guys have sent me, sent Ed and I this as, as sponsorship. And I think it'd be fair to say I was dubious at first because I don't really like taking this sort of thing. But when I realised it was natural, we gave it a shot and it really started working. So um, it's using matcha, which the easiest way to sort of explain that is nature's extended non-addictive caffeine is probably the easiest way to say it um and it really does make you feel a bit better i, I like to fit as much as i can and i'm looking at my laptop here full of different tabs and this episode to film sitting here in rab's kitchen with a, a lovely little puppet puppet at the door uh, at our feet uh, getting involved and 
just trying to fit as much as I can in. It generally has helped. If you're one that struggles to do that, try them out. Um, as I said earlier, magicmind.com forward slash RU Kitchen 20. That's RU, like the letters RU, um, not A R E Y O U, just RU Kitchen 20. Uh, and at checkout, use RU Kitchen 20 again for 56% off. And I think I said earlier, um, there's a sort of money back guarantee with absolutely no questions asked. Um, speaking of the, the sort of other. Was Darts player in the late seventies a star? Were you know were they on the telly? Was it was it big in the late seventies? You know you look at oh, Darts players at the minute. You aye, know, aye. It was, oh, yeah. there's a lot, a lot of Darts players like you know, again yeah. televised and everything like again. So aye. did that come with fame, Rob? It probably would die. Yeah, aye. yeah. Hmm. Because that's when everybody gets to Ken we and another recently. Sure. You know, I saw me coming up the road. After being at a tournament and going into a, a filling station, going down for something to eat. Right. And you could hear them saying, oh, that's Rob Smith there. Right. He was on the telly last night. <laughs> this is the kind of thing you used to hear. Did you like that? It was okay, yeah. aye. Yeah. And I can never forget the time I was walking through Glasgow and this two guys says, hey, that was Rob Smith there. What about his day up here? <laughs> <laughs> aye. And, and did it ever come with any bother? Never had any bother. Really? No, never. never ever had any bother right. that. That's no. nice to hear. Aye. It's nice to mm-hmm. hear. I got my drink spiked, gents, mindy. Did you? Aye. Honestly? Aye, up at Glasgow. Because of who you were or just... Because of what I feared was going to win the tournament. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what it was. Aye. As soon as I went in, this fella came up to say, what a drink, Rob? I says, oh, I can't even yeah. what I was drinking then, like brandy and lemonade or something like And I says to my pal, I says, uh, David King actually, I says, that fell over my dick. He says, he's never faced it, and I never thought about speaking at that name. He's still, you know. <laughs> and uh, before I was going to play the semi final, he comes up, oh, he says, there's your drink, Rob. So what did I do? Wait for it. Drunk it. Really? Oh, could you see the bloody board? Right. Aye. Aye, that's right. And you were competing that night, yeah? You were, you were, you were competing that night. Aye, so aye. I had already played two or three games, you see? This is me in the yeah. semi-final, get in the final. Yeah. Aye. And uh, my, my pal, what was we his day, he finished it. He wasn't real for two days oh, after. Oh, really? That's right. That's just hell knows what it was. I only had a sup at it like. Aye. aye. God, that's scary. Aye. Literally, so that's uh, the only time I've ever got that done yeah. in my life, you know. In general, a positive experience. Uh, uh, it's bad crack that, like, what's that? Is, is it's, that daily, you it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's bad crack, like, for what you're saying, you know, a competitive advantage, but mm-hmm. just in general, it's such a horrible thing. You see uh, it so much, like, you just have to go into the freeze, and it's happening all the time. That's right, that's right. The fact that we have to create a thing to cover our cups and glasses mm-hmm. is okay. sad, like, it's terrible. Very, mm-hmm. it'll get any better. I can't see it. No, no. can't see how it ever would. Mm-hmm. It's a shame. It's it's a, a yeah, a scary, worrying one. No, um, the was there like when again? I'm, I'm sort of referring mm-hmm. back to the, the the episode with Stevie Nicol there because you're both sort of folk that were right at the top of the game. Was there was there a lot of the top folk? So that all the ones that you use at the top of the game of darts at that, that time. Did you just do a lot together or did you only really see each other at well, the tournaments? We had the Marlborough team of champions. So what's that then? Well, you know Marlborough's the great people. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, they sponsor this. Yeah. Me, John Lowe, 
Leighton Rees, Tony Brown, and Colin Baker. Colin Baker was the reserve. Okay. One for Scotland, England, Ireland, Wales. Ah, okay. okay. Yeah. Well, no for Ireland, they came. There's, well, there's two for one for Wales and two for England. Okay. Well, there's three for England, Colin Baker, let you know. And, and it was, a, it used to, well, it was our Marlborough show to die this week for us. We used to have venues every month. Okay. Different bits. Different bits are were like, yeah. Shuffle driven right to the venue and everything like right. aye. And you guys were competing with each other or against no, no, each other? No, no, against people that put out the crowd. Oh, they right. put their names for it, you see, to, to play whatever game there was, like, you know. And you guys, I mean, I'm not being big headed. I was the only end that never ever got beat. Honestly? Aye. Right? Aye. And so, no singles, aye. Could anyone play you, or was it people that had to have some kind of credence? Well, like you say, you'd put your name in the hat, yeah. and if you could put out the hat, you'd be played. To be in that hat, though, did you have to have a darts ability? Or could you yeah, be yeah, yes, yeah, 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 you probably play for a, a, a team, or yeah. a club, or whatever it was, like, you know, and they'd probably put maybe two of these in, the best players, and maybe another club would put two in, or something like that, yeah. up to maybe eight, or twelve, or sixteen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but they were good days, these. They were. Yeah. Oh, I enjoyed them, like. <laughs> That's quite mm-hmm. something. I'm just trying to imagine sort of one of the top people in a sport. Mm-hmm. Just you get the chance to, as someone who's given it a shot, no, play. Mm-hmm. Quite, it's quite good, actually. Aye. It's good. Aye. Was there, there was a quite a good connection with the fan base. Oh, aye. Yeah. Aye. Yeah. aye. It was great, like. Yeah. Aye. But the uh, Manorin did a lot for us, like. Yeah. Again. Aye. Yeah, well, these companies did a lot of good for, mm-hmm. for pop sports, but uh, now they, they don't have the ability to get involved. Really. I choose some cigarettes every month. Oh, was that, really? <laughs> was, that, was that? Hi, that's it. Was that? Was that part of the training regime? Was that was it. it. <laughs> I just give you it like you can. Yeah. I could tell you a wee story here. I used to get a lot, a lot of exhibitions over at uh, Newcastle, right? And they used to get other reps for there. Lovely guys. Lovely guys. They were. I used to stay at the headman's rep over there. Seuss. Yeah. Free. Okay. For, for a whole week. Because you had venues out in a boot like, you know. Amazing. And every night, I'd maybe get 600 cigarettes. I'd maybe <laughs> 800 cigarettes. I'd be shifting my case with my three litre Capri, put it in the back seat of, uh, to get my door shut, my boots shut. <laughs> that is straight up. Ah, the cigarettes I used to get was unreal. So did you sell them or just use them yourself? Oh, I just used them to sell <laughs> I didn't sell them. I wouldn't sell them. I used to give them away. For sure. Ah, yeah. yeah. You can tell uh, me off camera you actually sold them. <laughs> <I'm joking. laughs> oh, they were good, like you can. They were really good to you, like you can. They were. So there's quite a lot of drinks and cigarette companies involved in promotion back then, is that right? Then I had a lot, a lot of people like that. Well, he had the embassy. Yes. The embassy, and he had some drink companies too. Cider, I can't even mind. There was quite a few like him. What yeah. I done it like him. Sponsors. Aye. One thing you always hear is darts, snooker, or another one is it? Sorry, come under that pub sport. You're probably the main two. Darts, snooker, pool mm-hmm. isn't a sport. What's your opinion on that one? I've got an opinion but on it. It's quite an interesting Didn't get it wrong. Like, I wouldn't say it was a fit sport. But that's not what folks say. They say it's not a sport, and this, this is where is I disagree, yeah. But to me, it's still a sport in my eyes. Yeah. Because you're up there, you're throwing darts and that, they're playing golf or playing cricket, they're. Thing like that. To yeah. me, it's a sport. Yeah. You can. 
It's just that you didn't move you so much, <laughs> like you just walking back and forth at the board. But that's the thing. I think a lot of folk think, well, you're not, you know, you're not running the five k, you're not whatever. That's right. But mm-hmm. sport to me is a competitive ability to do something well. That's right. And that's what darts is. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're arguably more difficult than hitting a football net with a football. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're running at whatever speed, and there's people around you trying to get in that 183 oh, darts and mm-hmm. that triple 20 there. Like, that's that to me is a sport, mm-hmm. it genuinely is. And it's, it's an interesting one because uh, you see a lot. I mean, darts blows up at different times of the year on social media and stuff. I know you're not a social media man yourself, mm-hmm. but it always blows up randomly because it's got that sort of fandom where folk will go to the hydro and it's mm-hmm. a good night and all that sort of thing. But then folks say, oh, why is this on the sport pages and stuff? Because it's not a sport, but. I, I argue it is, and, mm-hmm. and like you say, it's you know it's a fantastic That's, skill to do. Uh, it. it is like because you've got to have a skill for it. Like yeah, yeah. you can, like if you put three darts in your hand, the new, and I say, right, we didn't hit a twenty. Yeah, I guarantee you wouldn't hit a twenty unless you were lucky. I reckon I could hit a twenty. <laughs> eh? I reckon I could hit a twenty. Maybe not a try. You see, yeah, maybe not a try. Have you got a dart board in here, Ram? I've actually through there. I'll have to try this off camera. I'll have to try this after. <laughs> Um, I've set myself up for a I thought you were going to say no to the, the dashboard <laughs> question there you're right though absolutely aye. yeah for mm-hmm. sure yeah. aye but it's it's not for everybody like you can because if, a lot of people think they can date but they can't yeah. you can yeah. it's entirely different like when was your first 180 do you remember it well, very first Jesus no. you've well, done so many <laughs> I have actually I used to average quite a lot in a, a night <laughs> yeah for sure Mm-hmm. Were, were, were you hitting them as a kid? Like, I just don't know what level, how that... I, I just can't remember. Yeah. You see, in these days, it used to be 301, double start, double finish. It's now 501, isn't it? Aye. Yeah. So it never gave me much chance to hit 180. That's very good If you point. start with a good big score, yeah. you didn't want, you did, didn't need 180. Yeah. You came what I mean. So, on 301, what would... In your head, you're standing there, mm-hmm. just about to start 301. Aye. What are you aiming for? What's the target? What do you think? Have you have you got you aiming for? I'm trying to think. <laughs> I can't think of what one three one is that possible? And then oh, aye, aye. What, what are you aiming for? What well, a double start at, at three oh one. Yeah. Well, I usually start in double tops. Okay. Highest number you can get, right? Right. Or fifty for sure. Double tops, and then you just sixty, sixty feet. Anyway. Yeah. So that was one hundred and sixty. Left okay. one hundred and forty one. And then let's, let's give me a second see if I can work this out. Um, treble 17 double top bullseye. Well, you could do it that way. Is that one way? No, aye, but, but never way. Do it the way the professionals is it. It's treble 20. Yeah. Treble 19, two twelves. Why is that the normal way? I don't know. Well, I, I can mind a John Lowe. I always wanted to be the first man to hit a nine darter on television, but he never ever done it. And John Lowe was the first man to date. Okay. And he went 160. Yeah. Right? Now, I mean, I'm fair bamboozled here. No, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine. And, uh, well, his last three darts was 60, treble 15, 218s. And that's the way I would go. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It still works through to 141. And was that a nine darter on three and 501 or 301? 501. Wait, so when did 501 come in? Jesus, a long, long time ago. When you were playing, though. Oh, yes, yeah, aye, yeah, aye. Yeah. Like I say, when I first started playing darts, it was 301, mm-hmm. and then they changed it to 501. What, what can you bugger me up with darts was, 
When I first started playing darts, it was eight feet. The distance from the centre of the pool, you can, well, right, good. Back was eight feet. Yeah. Right? And then the shift date, oh, after a few years I've been playing, to seven feet six. Okay. So six inches. Well, you can, it's a bit. It's a big distance when you're talking about throwing something eight, it seven is. and a half feet. Uh, yeah, for sure. Right? Played like that for years. And then what the day, Americans thing about. So we wanted to take metric. Okay. Seven feet nine and a quarter. Right. So you had to come back three inches. You came for eight feet to seven six, back up to seven and nine. Almost halfway in the middle of two. You came and that knocked me up. Did that knock quite a lot of people up? I assume it would. Maybe it didn't, maybe it didn't. But you see, a lot of people which I think was done right, stayed at eight feet. They didn't go for the seven feet six. Of course, because you can. Good That's point. Right. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. But but how do you know where eight feet is? Oh, it's all marked. It is still marked. Eight. Eight. It's the still hockey marked. Tells eight. You, aye. Even when you're at seven uh, six. Right. Okay. If there wasn't a hockey on the, that floor, there was no matters on the floor. I could guarantee within quarter of an inch I could stand at the could right you? place. Aye. How many times? Just came to you. I mean, it's not an actual question, mm-hmm. this, but I wonder how many times you've stood up in front of it. Yeah. Okay. If the board was higher, low. Oh, could you? Aye, right. just we're looking at it. And is there is there a, is there a, um, I don't know what the word is. Five is there feet a correct eight, height? Five feet eight to the centre of the bowl. Five right to the centre, centre. five feet eight. Yeah. Right to the centre. And the dartboard's always the same size. Aye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you, did you play in the time of the, I can't get the guy's name, he's the famous one that stands by it, a famous referee. He was on, he did Bullseye when I was younger. Jim uh, Bowen. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you in his time or? Oh, aye, aye, yeah. aye. I was digging a wee bit. Okay. <laughs> I've watched him like he can. You've not seen anything about the guy. The guy's passed on, you in. For sure. Aye, but uh, the things that he came away with, it was unreal. Aye. <laughs> 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 uh, but it was a laugh at the time. For like, sure. You know. Yeah. Aye. T- tell us about being up there. I think a, a lot of us. Um, Rabbits as kids uh, look at sport or competition in whatever mm-hmm. form you know whether that's darts whether that's football whether it's whatever right uh-huh. and whatever the thing you do as a kid you imagine the thing for me it was scoring a goal at Ibrox uh-huh. or Hamden or uh-huh. something uh-huh. like that and I turned up to the game of football and they thought I was more shaped mm-hmm. like the ball than the mm-hmm. player but anyway, <laughs> that's a different story uh-huh. you've got that sort of image of, of, of what it's like being at the absolute pinnacle what, what was it like being up there against arguably the first, second, third, fifth, sixth best in the world, when you know, I'm guessing your payday relies on how you play, there's a lot, probably hundreds of people mm-hmm. maybe behind you, are you not just aware of any of that? Is it just all you and that dartboard? Is that how it feels? In the case wrong, you can't hear people For shouting sure. and roaring yeah. at you, like, you know, but you just blunt them off. You just, you yeah. just, think of it, you just ignore them and just keep on playing. Yeah. Uh, but some folk... Acts with the crowd. Yeah. You can. You can. Uh, that's scary. No me. No. Was it not? No. 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 I never done anything like that. And in your day, Dana's ever done that. All right. You okay. can. Aye. No, it's just, well, since there's big, big ones came out the scene yeah. that they're doing that, like, you know, it's some of them say, oh, yeah, the root of character, like, they're too... They did too much, like, there's, okay. that, there's that gear and price and that much. No, I found it in the And, oh, other ends too, like, you can, and they win the tournament, 
Now, as soon as you win the tournament, the runner-up stood there and the winner right aside him. For sure. Just within a minute. Yeah. He's getting like that, but no, no. There's that Luke Humphreys. He was, uh, uh, he won that uh, World Masters there. The is that a million pound? Clifford, yeah, yeah. Jeez, he was entertaining the crowd for about 15 minutes before he even went up to And they're all standing there, big sponsors and everybody standing there waiting him coming up to get his prize. Yeah. He can't, to me, I think that's bloody pure ignorant. I would agree. Yeah, he can't, in my book, ah, oh, he's only white. He can he's won the game, so he doesn't need to, he can show up after he gets his prizes and that, like, you know. I would actually argue, apart from maybe like, throwing your fist in there once as you know you've won, mm-hmm. the first thing should be a handshake. That's right. You know, good game, whatever. Well, did you know, I don't know if you, you watched uh, Luke Lidler there last week. I, I, I watched highlights and stuff well, that I've seen. Van Derwin beat yeah, him yeah, like yeah. Yeah. But The boy should have won. Be quite honest with you, he should have won because he was lacking a wee bit, like, you know. But there was Gerwin. He threw the last start to win the tournament. He walked back, entertaining the crowd. He never even shook the boy's bloody hand. 16-year-old boy. Aye, exactly. He should have showed me a respect for that yeah. boy. Yeah. He can at that age, like, well, I was only 16 at the time, 17 new, like. So, yes, yeah, but for sure. He kind of, that kind of got to me, I says to myself, I says, Yeah, no, for sure. He can, yeah. no need for it, like. Yeah. He can, what he should have done was work for it. Hard luck, he can, shoot his hand, and then went the crowd. Yeah. He yeah. can. No. I think sportsmanship's an important thing. Mm-hmm. It is. And I mm-hmm. think there's there's a lot of, Again, my, my thing is, so if, if I think I'd said to you, Adam, uh-huh. eh, eh, Rav, I've got a co-host, Ed, um, Ed was going to come along, but he, he basically got stuck in Orkney. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's back, but he had a bit of work to do, so that's the reason he's not here, but Ed's a massive rugby fan. All right. I'm a big football fan, Ed actually plays, he's, he's, he's about half a foot, he's about half a foot shorter than me, right? But he is. He's just uh-huh. sheer muscle, he's like knocking on the tables, what, what he feels, he's, he's, uh-huh. he's a rock, but... Um, he talks about rugby, I talk about football quite often and we talk about it a lot and one day I was watching rugby with him and I was blown away by the fact that referee said this and that happened. Mm-hmm. In football we don't have that. And uh-huh. I, I'd never really considered how bad it was. I mean, referees have almost been dehumanised in football mm-hmm. to the point that, well, I make £350,000 a week so I'm telling you what to do. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realise, shockingly, to be honest, I didn't realise how bad that was because it's shocking in football. It's bad in football. I know you're not a football fan but is. Is there a respect of... I'm guessing that person standing like the Jimbo and viewer mm-hmm. time, I'm not sure who it is. I know someone just retired after a long career. That's right. Uh, is that person the referee or are they purely there to shout the, it, the, the, it, what's it, happened? Well, he's the man at the moment who does the, the board. He's the boss of that. Right, yeah. Okay, now that yeah. happens, he'll sort it out. Okay. Uh, he's the referee. Is there a big respect for them in Darts? Well, say, say, there should yeah. be. But there's not in football, that's why I'm asking. Uh, yeah. I, I reckon there is, like, because we respect it. We're markers and that, like, again, we got on great with them, all. Yeah. Again, everybody was first name called and that, like, you know, and sure. it wasn't this Mr. This and Mr. That. It was just like how Wallace, again, yeah. this is it. I, there, were a, there were a good folk in my day, anyway, yeah. like, yeah, I don't know what the hell will be like now, like, yeah. again. But, uh, well, it is, you mentioned there half a million for winning. Mm-hmm. What was the tournament? Masters, is that right? No. Nope. Aye. Yeah. World mm-hmm. Masters. You don't have to say prize money you won or anything like that, rather. Aye. Don't feel. Oh, I'll tell you, the highest prize money you won in your day yeah. is a thousand pound. 
That's still quite good though. I it was in these days, like, like, half like in 1976 to 82, it was, yeah. and then it went up to, I think it was 1,200 quid or something like that, yeah. like you can, but they, they, nothing like what they are nowadays, sure. like, yeah. you can. Are you, it's always quite interesting, I speak to my dad, I know relating back to football, but the, the premise is the same, my dad thinks the money in football is ludicrous. It is. And it's hard to argue. Yeah, it is. There's some things you could say, like, well, if they're making that money... They're making more than the money mm-hmm. they earn, then they're worth it, which is, I would say, uh, is the case. But also, it's still ludicrous, uh, right? Oh, bloody terrible! Like, <laughs> in my eyes, like yeah. it is. I mean, to be able to to be able to earn. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think the example now. I understand he's the best in the world and he's young, but Kylian Mbappe was offered 0.7 billion with a B, for one year, and the contract essentially said, "We know you would don't want to play here, just a year." Like that was just now, an absolute the biggest one that's ever been offered in history but still that is literally ludicrous and we're we're only we're only and i'm for those listening i'm inverted commas that to rab we're only talking half a million for one year do you think that's a good spot or do you think that's went too far or do you think that's where it should be oh like i say it's only the one year yeah. one time a year for that, sure. that big money's nearly yeah. was that the biggest tournament of the yes year? Right, okay. aye, yeah. the half a million five hundred thousand yeah. But there are other tournaments, big tournaments, I can't name any of them now, like, but 100,000. Okay. But 19 through 10, it's usually about like 50, 20,000. Well, there's that we look Lindler. I think he won 28 that last year he won. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think uh, this tournament was coming off, I think it starts next Tuesday, I think it is. I don't know, I'm telling the line, maybe next Thursday. Mine doesn't be out in a few weeks, it doesn't really matter. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, it, uh, this, uh, I think it's either 14 or 16 weeks. Yeah. Just they finished about the middle of May or the end of May. Okay. And the different venues here, there, like uh, Ireland, Aberdeen, yeah. maybe a couple abroad, some bit, you can, every week. So, the winner of that, Last year, it got ten thousand. Whoever won that on that night, yeah. got ten thousand pound. He came, which isn't actually really much for fourteen weeks. No, 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 it's not like. But if you're winning every bloody week, it is. <laughs> oh, so you've oh sorry, okay. just for that one venue, you. and yeah. then if you're next venue for the next yeah. night, the next following week, I should say, you get another ten thousand. Whoever wins it, yeah. But there's eighty is in it, you see. For sure. So you could win it five times. It's fifty grand for. No. Plus, I had other tournaments at the weekends for buy that. Yeah. See? Yeah. I, th- I think that money is fair money. I don't think it's it is fair money. It is. You know, you're mm-hmm. at the top of the game and a pretty, mm-hmm. pretty well liked game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not to the point you're like. I, I, I don't think it's possible in darts to win the amount of money that you that you have no idea what to do with. Yeah, Half right. a million is going to change your life, yeah. mm-hmm. but you could get rid of it if you wanted. Uh, you know, it's not this oh, billions mm-hmm. and, and hundred millions we're uh, talking about. I think it's in a good spot. I think that's a good uh, place. Mm-hmm. Um, but like getting back to football players, like I think it's bloody ridiculous amount of money they get. Yeah. He can. Are they worth it? I think financially, yes. Oh, financially they yeah, are. They are. <laughs> but it's, it's, uh, it's, it's financially worth it enough mm-hmm. when we have... 1.4 billion people starving. I know. And bloody terrible life. You know, it's a... It's a you can, it's a if, every, if every footballer was given a, a week's wage or a month's wage to the country to, to for these poor people, yeah. it wouldn't have helped. Well, if, if they give a percent, aye. you know, okay. 1%. Aye, that's right. Now, the argument is, 
why doesn't everyone give a percent? And <laughs> there's there's a bit of logic to that, but my response is because you're not bringing in three million a week uh, a, right, a month, uh, <laughs> a million uh, a month. Sorry. Uh, aye. Um, yeah, it's it's the crude way, easy. Aye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's a uh, it's it's. Uh, I wanted to ask you that one of the things I sort of considered right near the start was was where the sort of money in it is because it's a career and mm-hmm. you had six years. You said you could have had more. Um, what what is the longevity in darts? You know, because you you look at it and like you say, you're not running around. Mm-hmm. But you know, I don't know many folk past forty with brilliant eyesight, <laughs> and that it's was, got to be a thing. Aye, aye. There's a lot of good players by forty, which is good. Yeah, you know, yeah. there's a man that I I just don't understand him. He was supposed to be born in Scotland. He's a Scottish guy, but he stays away doing some bit doing the country now. Peter Wright. Right. I've never met anybody or seen anybody changing their darts as often in my life. Right, okay. You're never going to get better. Never. In the creation of hell, are you going to get only better changing your darts every bloody week? Do you mean, you know? I, the, the actual dart you're throwing aye, change different okay. models. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Why did you do that? Because he's a nutter. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's, yeah. he's near the top, though. And he, he's no new, isn't he? Oh, is he not? Oh, okay. he keeps losing every bloody tournament, is man? Got he could beat his first game there last week. Yeah. Because he changed his darts again. That's just a pure nutter, but there's things like that. There must be a reason for it, though. Or is, is, do you just think they're genuine? <laughs> if you don't got any bloody brains, you think that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Then he get his wrong. It's okay having, like, say, three or four sets of darts. For sure. Exactly the same. Same weight as what you've got and break them in. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now yeah. that's a different story. For sure. It's different yins. Maybe I have the same weight but they're different balance and oh, Jesus. You never see many other people on television what changes their darts like. Right. Ken, he's only in that bloody Ken like, you know. Do you still have the darts you played with? Mm, yes, they're still in there. Do you still have them? <laughs> still got them, aye. I still got them. I've had them for oh Jesus. Years and years and years. Yeah. Aye. Aye. Mm-hmm. Tony, Tony Green used to make my darts for me. Should I know who that is? He didn't get <laughs> I don't he used, to, so he used not. to be a commentator. He, he was a good dart player. Okay. He used to be a commentator on the television and that, like, right. you know, Tony Green. Well, he was on that uh, Mike uh, Bowen. Ken, uh, okay. Where did he come? Jim Bowen. Jim Bowen. Jim Bowen. Yeah, yeah, Bullseye. Yeah, yeah. Well, Tony didn't uh, commentating on that, like, ah, okay. know, the scoring and the board, aye. Tony. Tony. Nice wee fella, he was. Aye, I'll go in great with him. I'm wondering if it's him I mean, because the the guy I was talking about is that was was one of the people that was always at the side, and I don't think Jim Bowen was the one. I know who Jim aye. Bowen is, aye, but I don't think it was him I was meaning. I think that might be exactly who I mean. That might that might be who I was meaning. Tony Green. Green. The guy, the only other guy that is retired, I didn't get his name because yeah. on his tweet is. Him with the horse voice. That's who it was. The yeah. horse bo- horse it horse Terry voice. Or? I, 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 I just didn't care in Wallace. That, that might be who I'm thinking. Aye. I don't know if Dad the might have been shout at these hundred knees. <laughs> <laughs> so when that first nine darter happened, what was that? Was that how 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 big was that? Because I didn't realise how big a nine darter was. I just kinda of assumed a nine darter happened all the time. Well, it's the first man I've ever done it that I saw was yeah. done low. Were you aye. in the arena? No, I was in that tournament, yeah. Yeah. Aye. I sit here and watch it on television. Annoyed about it. <laughs> it <shouldn't be> me. <laughs> Who was better, yourself or John Lowe? 
Well, I beat John Lowe before. I beat, yeah. I beat them all before, For to be sure. quite honest with yeah. you. Like, but John was a good player. Yeah. I, I'll never forget this. We were doing it at London, me and my pals, Jokey Wilson, Angus Ross. And Jokey I, Wilson's the one that come to Aaron. That's the right. name. That's the and name. Uh, we were I doing it at this big hotel at London. We were all staying in the same hotel. And they had a dartboard. And John Lowe was on the dartboard playing darts. Fiver a game. Now, that was a lot of money in them days. Mm-hmm. Fiver. And Angus, me and Jokey went away out. And there was it just Angus and me who went away out. Uh, to a different pub, like, uh, just for a walkabout. And we came back, this was, when we went away, it was about uh, 7 o'clock. When we came back, it was about 10, half past 10. For sure, yeah. And John Lowe was still on the board. Really? Aye. Now, a game then only taken about 2-3 minutes. So you, can imagine, you can imagine the fibres that stacked up there. <laughs> aye. There's a fatigue that comes with that. There's oh, got to be. Aye. You, you get into a rhythm, you see. Yeah. You can, and... You just next game and then you just start again. Like, yeah. Oh. Did you ever do that yourself? So we're just trying to make a bit of money in the pub for it. Oh, really? yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus, I've seen me like in the Queen's Hotel when it was open up there years ago. Yeah. And when I got out the board at seven o'clock at night and still on it, but we used to pay for half pints. Okay. And yeah. they were about the. <laughs> I used to give them away. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, I. When I first started, it was sixpence. You're looking at sixpence. Oh, I do. Yeah, I do not pay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aye, that's what it was. Pre nineteen seventy one, I think. I can't even remember. I think it was. Yeah. Well, how if you were to go down the pub now, mm-hmm. would you still be able to beat most folk there? Sorry. Would you still be able to beat most folk there? No. Still, is that not? The, is that not the case? Right. Okay. I can hardly lift a dart now, man. <laughs> I've, never, I've never played darts for. Oh, Jesus, would. It'll be five years now, anyway. Oh, really? It'll be six years. Why is that? Just, just, just to never bother. Just yeah. no interest in it. Yeah. He can. I like watching it, like, he can. It'll be interesting after this, because I've said I'm going to hit that 20 to go and give it a try and see <laughs> how, how good you are. Uh-huh. See, see, when... I've, I've had a few sportsmen on, footballers, basketball... Hey, sorry, footballers, rugby players, volleyball players, timber mm-hmm. sports champions, and I've always asked them, who is the best ever in that game? Mm-hmm. Is the answer Phil Taylor? Too big a head. Uh, <laughs> or is it, the answer Rob Smith? No, he was good in his day, to be quite honest with you. See, Phil wasn't there in the scene when I was in that scene. For sure. He came yeah. on later on, you see. He came. But, like I say, what he's achieved in that, like, again, it takes a bit of beating that, yeah. like, it does. It's just the right era when he would start winning all these things, like, Again, because John Lowe, Eric Bristol, and that was at the end of the for sure. Sure. I mean, he was the new kid on the block yeah. and he came up yeah, yeah. again, he was coming up. How do you think you would have fared against him? Prime versus well, Prime? It's hard to say, like, again, if I came on the scene but maybe the same time as him, maybe, I don't know. Yeah. I, I probably maybe could have held me in with him, like, sure. yeah. but it could have went the opposite way. I could have maybe kept on beating him. He, he, he never can these things, like, you know. We've, um, we've mentioned Phil Taylor, you mentioned a few there. But if mm-hmm. you were to sort of say a top five mm-hmm. ever, who, who would be in your five? Fa- like, say the Mount Rushmore, a top four. Who would your Mount Rushmore of darts be? The top four of darts players yeah. in my day. Let's just go complete the whole, now, time, whole time. Now, your day. All oh, right. Three of the hard would be that look. Humphreys. Oh, really? Because he's playing, okay. oh, he plays out of this world, like, yeah, yeah and he does. She's hundred meters like name of his business. Right, okay. Uh, probably Phil Taylor. Yeah. 
Gary Anderson. Okay, yeah. Aye. You've got German Price. Is he up there? Yeah. Uh, he's, he's still there about. He's, he's yeah, never yeah. far away. But yes, yes, he gets beat. His first two or three legs and he gets beat. That's him. I think he collapses. I can see things getting to him. But there's that young boy now. If he screws the head, keeps the head working right, the neighbours will beat him. It's, it's a lot of weight to put in a Oh, it is. For, uh, for that boy's age, like yeah. he can. But it's no fear. Well, that's it. Yeah. He can. Yeah. He can. His age. He just walks up there. He could do a... Lose a bit. Aye, uh, yeah. you're right, he could. Aye. Yeah. Uh, for the size of him, like, he can. And I tell you, somebody would feel a bit better, too. There's, uh, it's not unheard of in darts, though. People with a bit too much weight on them. Uh, so having a look well, at the photo of you, it certainly wasn't the case for yourself. But I was only 10 and a half stage yeah, yeah. for years when I was in the darts. Yeah. Uh, was that common? Because when I think darts, I think of Phil Taylor definitely uh, got belly on him. Raymond Van Barneville. Depends what work he do. Okay. So yeah, 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 for sure. I was sleeping my guts out in the woods. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And you had to work then hard yeah. to make your money. That's yeah, true. So that's how I'd be thinning that light and fetched up in the farm to yeah. that light again. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I think it was Gary Anderson it might not have been someone I think it was Anderson had said the media have to leave Luke Littler alone because there was a there was a it wasn't Anderson yes, it was someone of that ilk either him or Gerwin Price I don't think it was maybe it was someone it was in the pretty high up week, I yeah. think it was I, I can't even remember they were, they were just going going mm-hmm. going mm-hmm. and I think Luke Littler himself said can you just give me a bit of space, which I thought was mm-hmm. very, very mature mm-hmm. for him of that age. That's right. And media's got a lot to answer for mm-hmm. in sport because mm-hmm. they, they do it a lot in football and whatever Aye. that, oh, this person's the next big thing and then they hammer them. And it's, mm-hmm. I mean, Luke Clutter is on every podcast interview, everything under the sun, which you think at 16 you want, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it could, it could come too much. And I hope it isn't because Aye. he seems like a nice lad. Well, it could be, could maybe just, I've had enough, I'm yeah. That's right. Yeah. It just, the boy's got a name mine his own. Yeah. And if he's what to leave, he'll just leave. That's it. He can. Absolutely. Aye. Yeah. But people will persuade him just to get stuck in, get stuck in. And sometimes it's the worst thing he can do is push somebody. You no. know. Just let them go at their own pace. That's right. Yeah. Aye. Do you look back fondly on darts? Do you look and sort of it's 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 nice to watch you sort of tell your story, but it seems Aye. like you do, but do you look back fondly on your on your career in darts? Oh, I think of them a lot, like, yeah. quite honestly, what I've done in that, like, can and where I've been and yeah. the rest of it, like, like I say, I've been to America a couple of times, I've been to New Zealand and that, where I've never ever been, I've sure. been playing darts. And that was to play darts, yeah. That was to play yeah, darts, yeah, aye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Aye, I've been to these bits and that, aye, yeah. Caesar's Palace. Oh really? Yeah, right. right. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Bet you were sitting playing darts in your room with your dad. You never thought it'd take you to Vegas. <laughs> well, this is it. <laughs> but I was, I was, it's kind of door handles and the static man. Oh Jesus! Sure. Did yeah. jump like anything? Aye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and there's some oaths came out. I'll be quite honest. <laughs> there was some what? Sorry. Oaths. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Aye. Um, uh, just uh, just probably a thing to mention again for, for those listening just a final thank you for our, our, uh, our sponsors as I said probably probably nearing the end of a good episode we're not quite there but we, we have actually rabbed believe it or not spoke for an hour already um, but as we near the end uh, just to, to remind you of the sponsors and, and thank you to Magic Mind for, for originally getting in touch um, 
someone who's either got a camera, a mic or laptop in their hand creating content pretty much 24-7, whether it's at work as a lecturer, doing the podcast and social media myself, or as the vice chair comes in marketing at SAYFC, there's normally something on the go. It does take time, I enjoy it, but it, it can get a wee bit a wee bit overcoming at times and, and can be tricky, but I'm definitely not someone that struggles with either of these things, either of these things, but in today's world it seems to be packed with anxieties and depressions, like we're probably talking there, a lot of pressure from media for some folk and and that media can either be direct pressure, like we're talking look littler there, or the pressure of looking at people in the media who are perfect and, and people feel they have to join in. Um, but the reason I mention that is uh, Magic Mind uses a mushroom called Lion's Mane, which if you're interested, which I was, it's very fluffy, go give it a Google. Uh, Lion's Mane stimulates neural regeneration, which in, ter- in turn supports cognition and reduces anxiety. So it's got to be worth a try in today's world. If, if you're not looking for the productivity side, it might be of interest in just to, for, the, for the last time today uh, to get involved if you want to look that up. It's magicmind.com, or, uh, sorry, magicmind.com forward slash Kitchen 20 and use that Kitchen 20 at checkout, 56% off. And, uh, money back, no questions asked and it's not, they say that they're only people that do that and when I read that at first I thought that wasn't true but the no questions asked thing is very true, you say I want money back, perfect, that's it there's no more questions about what was wrong with the product it's straight away you'll get your money back so quite quite worthwhile to try um, jumping back to the chat though Rab we, uh, it's, pretty, it's, it's always quite interesting to sort of see someone's story from, from start to, to sort of where they are now and Especially at yourself, you know, mm-hmm. number four in the world yeah, to, right. to sort of really hit the absolute peak of something. Um, who who was number one when you were number four? I think it was Eric Bristol. Right, okay. I think it was Eric Bristol, John Lowe, uh, Leighton Reese, myself and Charlie Alex. I okay. think that was yeah. about the, the five what was in... And how long were you in that top five for? A year. A year, a year. right, okay. That was it. Was mm-hmm. that the 1977? When you won seven, everything. Seven, I. When you won everything. You certainly did a bloody good shot at getting to number one. You won everything. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty, pretty impressive. But first off, I appreciate you welcoming aye, the house. No and we uh, and we thank you, Leif, for you, obviously, but it's been a pleasure. Um, before we finish, mm-hmm. there's there's a there's a couple of wee things we do. Uh, I know you don't listen to any podcasts, but there's a podcast. Do you watch, by any chance, watch Dragon's Den? Life does. So... Uh, have you ever seen it on in the background or anything like that? There's a younger guy about... She probably will. <laughs> <laughs> well, she'll know what I'm talking about. There's uh, a younger guy, a wee bit older than me, I think he's the early 30s, called Stephen Bartlett. Uh, and uh, Stephen has a podcast, and a thing he done that we've completely stolen is the previous guest asks a question for the, who they don't know to be the next guest. Really? They don't know who it's going to be. And I absolutely cannot find the question <laughs> that, that our last guest asked, but I'm going to ask you the one from the previous person because it's quite an interesting one, is what did your parents say when you made the jump to go into darts as a career? Were they just pretty supportive? They were quite happy with you, actually. Yeah. Aye. Yeah. Aye. They were quite proud of you at the time, like, Ken, and professional and that, like, Ken. Because in these days, you never heard the money, things like that, like, yeah. Ken. Aye, but oh, I used to enjoy my darts. I used to... Enjoy my exhibitions. I used to yeah. do a lot of exhibitions. In the average, about sixteen hundred meters a night. How many? Sixteen. Really? Average. Fantastic. Aye, that's it a week. Well, I've had all that's of every night, like all of zero in my life. So <laughs> <laughs> don't mean to flex. Uh, <laughs> um, sixteen a night. Uh, wow. 
Fantastic. The most I ever had in one night for the exhibition was 18. 18. 18. Yeah. And that was in the, the Friday night. And the Saturday, I was at the harbour at Aberdeen and a, a wee pub down there and I ran 14. Right, okay. Uh, yeah. uh, usually about anything for 12, 30, 40, 50, 16, up that way. Right. Very place, Did you ever hit a nine darter? No. You never did? Tens. Right, oh, okay. Umpteen tens light, you yeah. know. Yeah. I've done six ten darters in 20 minutes your night in the hole in the wall. Really? Aye. Aye. Never a nine. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't realise how how elite a nine darter was. Aye. And to this day, you know, it's... You can't make any mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> says that, like, for sure. Aye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what, what's a common nine dart number choice? What are you, are you going 180? 180. Let's even do this. Let's even do it, actually. 180. 180. And it's 141. 141. When you said earlier that was 60. Yeah. Treble 19. Yeah. Two 12s. Yeah. Yeah. Or you can go 60, 45, 36. 45, treble 15, yeah. Treble 15, aye. Your maths must be good. Then they used to be, when I first started playing darts, terrible. If it's, if it's oh, double or treble, 120, you're, you're golden. Oh, yeah. I'll be sitting in the, the city through there and the, the couch, like when the darts is on, and yeah. Jordan will be sitting there and like, oh, and he'll throw his last dart and he'll say, that's such and such left. Yeah. Just like that. That's amazing. Aye. Can, just... we, can we test it at the minute? Oh, can we give it a try? Try it. <laughs> right, so let's say someone has... It's different when you see them going in the I can imagine. Let's, let's see if you can do it and no one's going to care if you can't manage. Let's say they've got 250 left. 250 left, aye. And I have got... Treble 20. It's never going to happen. They're going to be better than this. But treble 20, 19... And double twelve. What's left? Nine. Nine. There's a hundred and three. That's amazing. From two fifty. Yeah. And three for two fifty is uh, one four seven. And how can you finish in one four seven? No. Yes. You can. How do you do that? Fifty seven leaves to ninety. Treble eighteen. Double eighteen. That's amazing. Fifty seven. Treble fifteen. Is that right? No. Treble nineteen. Treble nineteen. Fifty seven. I keep saying fifty seven. I think you know that. Yeah, yeah. It's treble nineteen. I should have said like that. So if I right, I'll 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 do one more. I'll I'll say treble or double and then a number and you tell me what it is. Okay. Treble thirteen. Thirty nine. It's like that. That's quite that's brilliant. That's interesting. Um, by the virtue of the fact some, you've answered someone else's question, Rob, if I was to ask you a completely random question mm-hmm. for the next guest, who I literally have no idea who it is, I've got, no idea is not true, but I won't tell you, um, uh-huh. what would your question be? Just to ask anyone. You can make it darts related, you can make it a bit <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's quite honest with you. It's a tricky one, isn't it? Aye, it is, because it'd be different if I knew the person. I'll give, you, I'll give you a hint for who I think it is. Right. Um, the easiest way to explain them, do you know like Steve Irwin? The uh, the, the guy who killed with the stingers? Yes, aye. Very much a similar character, but in South Africa. Tell me better, watch out for these sharks. <laughs> <laughs> what would you ask a man like that, working in conservation of wildlife? Aye. I think that's who the next person will be. Aye. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> no, here, it's been a pleasure. It aye. really has been. Appreciate your time. Thanks very much. Not a problem. Giving up a Wednesday evening there. Uh, is, is the dog still red? Yes, he's sleeping still, yeah. the whole time. Still lies there, right? Uh, what's the name? Isla. Isla. Well, Isla's been here, and you generally would barely know she's been here the whole time. Feels good.
That's uh, she's excited. She's, she's sent her attention. Yeah. But no, Rab, as I said, you and I, you and I got in touch. God, a good probably six, eight weeks ago now. Appreciate right. your time hugely. It's been good fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, for those of you listening, that's been episode number one hundred and eighty with Rab Smith, mm-hmm. and next number four in the world of darts. Obviously, darts is it's normally in media, but I think Luke Luke Littler has sort of really blasted it into mainstream in the last few months. Um, and hopefully long may it continue it's always good when a sports get, sport gets the support it requires um, so yeah hope you've enjoyed the episode there uh, next episode as I said I absolutely have no idea who it is number 181 we'll see who's on and we shall see you then catch you later on